Well, it was a very special moment for Pakistan and their women's team gaining their first T20 win over the White Ferns in nine attempts, but it was anything but for the White Ferns. It was disappointing, in fact, a way to start a home summer, which is pretty busy. They'll get a chance to bounce back today, weather permitting, when they play the second straight game in Dunedin. Coverage on SEN starting from 12.30pm with... uh, Steve Davey, Wally Lees, and that's out of uh, the temporarily named Susie Bates Oval. The ground will be temporarily named after her, of course, because she's had such a fantastic run um, and uh, her longevity is amazing. But it's also a bit of a talking point. Steve Davey is on the line with us this morning. Steve, good morning to you. First of all, I think weather update, prospects. Yeah, morning, uh, Ian. Uh, Sorry if it's slightly echoey. I'm in the changing room at the gym. You've uh, dragged me away from a rigorous workout for which I'm eternally grateful, so thank you for that. Uh, it's a bit misty, surprising. Um, the weather forecast is actually very good. Uh, well, it was for today, yesterday, but we've been met with mizzle, if you like, misty drizzle. Uh, so the, the forecast suggests that that will lift late this morning. It's, it's the type of weather that you play through, but they may not start in if it's still there. But the same thing happened on Sunday. It was wet until 10.30, 11 o'clock, and then it cleared. It wasn't warm, but it cleared, so hopefully the same today. Well, it didn't clear in the right way for uh, our side, of course. We were without Mealy Kerr, but uh, I personally believe that even without Mealy Kerr, and we've got to start uh, learning to live without some of our stars from time to time, Steve, we should have done better. Steve, are you, are you still there? Hello, Steve Davey? No, I'm back. You dropped out. You're back. You're back. I was just going to say, I was just saying, uh, waffling on a little bit there, but we should have done better. Quite obviously, we should have done better. We didn't have Mealy Kerr. Uh, do we get her back today? For who? And what, in your opinion, went wrong? Uh, well, my understanding is that Eden Carson was picked for the first one day, uh, for first uh, T20 only, and so uh, Mealy yeah. Kerr will come back in as a, as a replacement. Whether or not they change any others, uh, look, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about this, this team. If you look at... Um, Sophie Devine and Susie Bates have got more than 7,000 T20 international runs between them. And then there's a yawning gap. Uh, no one else has reached four figures. No one else has scored more than 1,000 runs. So if they finish and they're, getting, they're in the latter stages of their careers, let's, let's be fair about that, uh, when they finish or if they are injured and Medicare isn't available or even if she is, that's a huge weight on her shoulders. I think the problem the other day was, and it was the complete reversal to what we thought would happen with Pakistan coming in off their first ever loss to Bangladesh in the T20 series. New Zealand, obviously the hometown favourites, uh, the, the, the weather conditions were not conducive to, to warm hands and you could see the Pakistani players and, and the home girls as well just really battling with the cold at Southwest are coming through. You would say that 99 times out of 100 that all of that situation favoured uh, favoured the White Ferns, but they looked a confused team. They batted like they were struggling right from the start. They were playing shots that you might get away with on a quicker, bouncier pitch, but it's a lot of risk, reverse sweep, preconceived, predetermined when you're only going to get one because the outfield was slow. And it's a typical early, uh, well, I won't say early summer, it's late spring still here in Dunedin. Our summer won't arrive until after Christmas. So it wasn't a pitch on which you could play a lot of those shots. Susie Bates, for example, and she won't mind me saying this, but she's probably the best cover driver in the world. 
and reverts to little dinky shots and she, you know, trapped leg before wicket to one of the slowest mm. deliveries Fatima will ever bowl and she knew straight away. So it was just a confused, slightly bewildered look to New Zealand and, and I'm not really sure why. Well, I, this begs the question there, um, Steve. Have we got the, the, ta- the talent? I mean, do you think we have the talent? And if we have got the talent, what's happening to its development? Who's, who is, who's running the cutter here and, 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 and putting more onus on these players to perform better? Yeah, so I, I know there's some um, in the Halley Burton Johnston one day uh, series and the Super Smash coming up shortly. Uh, whether or not there's the depth there, Ian, to. But this is. Maybe it's a little bit like the New Zealand team of. Maybe around the time you played, it was harder to get out. But no, no, there's no. I'm not criticising this, just the way it was. There wasn't huge depth in New Zealand. Look at the men's team now. It's terrific. Players are unlucky not to be there. Doesn't seem to be the case with uh, with the New Zealand side, with the white friends. So I, I do worry a little bit about the pathway, about the depth, uh, about the ability of players to be nurtured. And then I look at some players in that New Zealand side, and I'll bring it back to the local level again, Eden Carson, who's now played 2021 T20 internationals and has made a very good start. She's averaging a wicket a, a game and very good on the field, brilliant arm for such a, 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 a woman of short, small stature. But she's bowling faster and faster every year, where it was beautiful loop, guile, spin, taking the pace off the ball that got her into the team in the first place. So it does worry me, the, the, the whole setup. As, as I said, Warren and I discussed it on, on uh, Sunday after the game. There just, just seemed to be a complete lack of direction does it start with the coach? Does it start with the captain, the senior players in the squad? Mealy Kerr will make a huge difference today, but you can't depend on one player all the time. Mm. And that, to me, has been probably the issue, Steve. They've hidden behind the big three for too long, and I, I throw Amy Satterthwaite in there as well. Indeed. Indeed. And, and Devine and, and uh, Bates are certainly coming to the end of what have been fantastic careers, brilliant. I mean, Susie Bates, what a record. And it is a marvellous recognition for her to be, uh, to, to be playing at the Susie Bates Oval just, just for the day. You know, the most T20 runs, man or woman, uh, in the game. First equal best bowling in an ODI. Most catches in an ODI series in T20s. Mm. Most 50s in T20 internationals. This is, this is for all players. Second fastest for 3,000. 12 international centuries. Cricketer of the Year twice in ODIs, T20s once, Wisdom Leading Woman Player in 2015. Brilliant, brilliant uh, role model, someone that young girls, young women coming through the game will be wanting to aspire to, but is there the pathway and is there the coaching once they reach that level and is there the depth coming through, the pressure? I mean, I don't see any of these women in this White Ferns team being put under pressure from anybody else coming through and that to me is the next step the New Zealand women's game needs to take if it's to be a genuine force. It's been in a lot of World Cup finals, never won this team. Why? A lot of questions to be asked. Today is perhaps the the start where they can bounce back. They need to, if they don't, the series is gone. So the the really interesting thing today Ian, when, when play does get underway, and hopefully it is on time at one, is how do they respond 
to what really was an emphatic loss the other day. There was no way that Pakistan were ever going to lose that game. They bowled beautifully. Some of the fielding was extraordinarily good. The catching was good. And the batting was, the chase was finely crafted, well measured, and they won it in the doddle. Won it with 10 balls to spare, seven wickets in hand. That's as convincing as you can get. Does that surprise you? I mean, I commentated the Women's World Cup um, of the 50-over version uh, at the beginning of uh, last year. Uh, I, I found it fascinating, and, and the development of the skills throughout the women's game was, was quite, uh, I think, quite revealing. But uh, having said that, I never would have thought that uh, on a regular basis uh, we would be outfielded, um, outskilled um, by uh, a Pakistan women's side. And we, we, you know, we're under pressure against other, other sides who have not got great records. Bangladesh, etc., put us under pressure. <clears throat> it, it just worries me. And, and today is a classic example of, I think, what we're trying to get at here between us, is here's a day when, in a series where we should be putting pressure on these younger players uh, to front up at the top of the order, to do more important jobs on the side, to accept more responsibility. Problem is, we don't want to lose this series, and we're in danger of it. Yeah, it's it's one of those conundrums, isn't it? You, you look at Pakistan; you would be surprised if they changed their team. Their eleven got them to that historic win, their first ever win at this level over the White Ferns. Why wouldn't they try and replicate that and take the series and maybe experiment when they play in Queenstown in the uh, in the final game, which they'll be hoping is a dead rubber uh, rubber on on Saturday, New Zealand probably stick with the same team other than Mehdi Kerr coming back in and throw the gauntlet down and say you as a collective unit didn't perform, you are under pressure, uh, this is the series on the line here and we can't just rely on, well I say the, the top two, Devine and, and Bates and, and clearly they're the most experienced by a country mile. Uh, Mehdi Green batted beautifully the other day so she will be looking to continue on on with that. The, the bowling is a bit of a concern, uh, both Hannah Rowe and Leah Tahuhu. To me, it looked as though they felt they were bowling at the whacker, fast and bouncy. Well, it wasn't that at all. It was anything but, and yet they didn't, they didn't pull back. The Pakistan, Fatima Sana bowled beautifully. She just, she yeah. bowled gentle seamers. She just pulled back and picked up three wickets, her best bowling at, at this level. The New Zealanders just seemed to be bereft of ideas. That, to me, will be the most important improvement if it's made today. Because if they can't rebound from that mentally, they probably won't be able to do it physically anyway. If, if they play in such a, as I mentioned the word bewildered, and I think there's probably a fair comment, state as they did on Sunday, it could easily be 2-0 come 4 o'clock this afternoon. Series gone. Yep. Um, that is a depressing thought. Uh, also a bit of a depressing thought, and uh, we don't like to talk of, in cricket in uh, these terms, but uh, we're under pressure in Bangladesh, and Dhaka, of course, the second test match uh, is due to start tomorrow. Um, you know, you've followed cricket uh, throughout this country. We have had a, a long history of being faithful to players over a, a fair period of time. We give them a lot more chances than perhaps other, other countries would do. Uh, are we at that point here for the second test match selection? What are you thinking? Well, Russian Ravinder has to come in. I mean, why he wasn't picked in the first test, I don't know. And cricket is a form game, isn't it? You know yourself as a player at the top level. You have streaks uh, as a keeper, as a, as a batter, uh, and it's very difficult for me to get used to that to me, and I must say. Um, uh, bowlers, when, when you're on song, you need to be playing. 
bit like a prop forward. Your prop forwards should never be given any game off in rugby because once they get into a groove, they need to keep playing. Uh, yes, we do. We There has been a history of, of players being given. Imagine some of the players in New Zealand if they were in Australia. You know, they, would, they wouldn't have lasted five minutes. To be fair, the depth over there is just so much different. It's their number one summer game. I think they need to be ruthless. Uh, people who don't know cricket all that well, so for Bangladesh, why are you doing better? Well, we need to give credit to the teams from the subcontinent, the Afghanistan, the South African women who have only been in the game since the late 90s, Bangladesh. Uh, you know, they, they are more than competitive. They, they are a match. And if New Zealand is to uh, rebound uh, from what was a pretty comprehensive loss uh, in the first test, then they're going to have to pick the right players. And I'm, I'm not sure they did that in the first match. Interesting indeed. Yeah, I, I just we're, we're at crossroads. I think in in, in both our uh, teams actually, there are players um, who who are really looking at. Uh, if you look at their performance, and I'm not just talking about the Henry Nichols and the Latham's who are copying it at the moment, but you know uh, the effectiveness of Southey, uh, the continued involvement of Wagner, who you know Neil Wagner has been such a great servant for Otago and New Zealand cricket. But there is a line where you have to at some point. Uh, cross over and say, well, that's it. Um, are we looking at that? Are you worried? I'm worried about our bowling. I, I, I'm really worried about yeah, our bowling I attack. I, I agree. Um, so who are the replacements? Mm. Yes. That's what I need to know from you. That's, well, <laughs> that's, the, that's the question, isn't it? Uh, and I, I can't offer any. I haven't seen any Plunkett Shield at all uh, this year, so I can't make any a slightly educated guess on who's in form and, and, and so on. But, you know, do, are we... There is depth in that squad, no doubt about that, compared to maybe previous eras. But there are players, as is the case with the women, players coming to the end of their careers. How much are they missing Trent Bolt? Uh, has Saudi had his last... I mean, is he slipping now and not likely to rebound? Is Kyle Jameson uh, the answer? Um, look, I, I, I don't know what it's like to play at that level, so I can't offer a huge uh, opinion on... Um, look, they'll be trying as hard as they can, absolutely no doubt, and the conditions won't be easy. There's no, there's, there's no denying that. But I just... Having seen a fair chunk of that first test, I'm not, I'm not really a late night person, Ian, so I never got past. Mm. Um, oh no, actually, those games are okay, aren't they? They're quite decent games. Mm. Some of the mm. was some of the uh, World Cup games where I struggled a bit. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, so I probably watched the tea time, I guess. Uh, so that's nine or ten o'clock, whatever. You just you never got the feeling that it was almost like like the women again the other day. And you're right, both teams seem to be in the same boat. Is there a confidence? in the team that they can ask, actually grasp the metal and say we have the players, we have the ability, we have the mental strength and drive and the, and the absolute unshakable determination not to let this one go. Almost at times they seem to be going through the motions. Um, there didn't seem to be a hunger. The play, yeah, some of the bowlers did just run in as if it was, I didn't say a practice session or whatever, but they just, I mean, Wagner didn't play in that first test, did he? No, he did not. No. So perhaps he comes in. 
if you want to see someone charging in as hard in the last ball of his 30th over as he did in the first ball of his first, then it's Neil Wagner. Whether he makes a difference, I don't know. But of course he is. He's at the. He's in the twilight as well. So we've had a we've had a very good bowling unit for a long, long time, um, and maybe it hasn't been staggered enough in terms of bringing new players through to learn from the old, the old, the old guys, the experienced players. Because you know, Southy bolt's gone already, but Southy goes, Wagner goes. You know, who's who's next cab off the rank? Jameson? Yeah. You know, I'm on two on two minds, to be fair. Yeah, it's uh we should be talking at the start of the summer, in the start of the international summer, mm. we should be talking in bullish terms. You know, another year, this is this is our year, <laughs> We've started off in slightly less than enthusiastic fashion. You're dead right, Steve. So I think the best way uh, for us is to curtail the conversation before we get ourselves any... <laughs> we don't want to depress uh, our listeners. Oh, go, look, go and punch some, uh, press some more iron, or whatever to push some more throw, weights around. Throw and, a ridiculous uh, amount of tin around the place. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. You're on. You're on to it. Hey, um, Steve, great to catch up with you, mate. Uh, fantastic. Could have talked a lot of rugby with you this morning as well, because there's not a lot of issues going for, well, another around time. floating. Another that's another time, Steve. Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, regards to uh, Honest Wild Lees, and have a terrific call this afternoon. Look forward to it. Thanks, Ian.